you know, another episode. How's it going? It's going well. Nice. I'm doing good. Um, we got a little bit of a later start, but yeah, better late than never, right? That is true. So we're doing all right. I got a new haircut. I love your haircut, by do the you? way. Mm-hmm. Nice. I love it. I think I like it more than you do. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. It looks lower maintenance. I don't know if it is lower maintenance, but it just seems less in the way. Yeah. Like, well, that it is for sure. Because, like, I mean, now my hair is, I mean, above my shoulders even. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if they're touching my shoulders. Um, so it's a lot shorter. But I want to find out, like, I want to figure out cute hairstyles and, like, styling tips. Is there a specific name to your haircut? Like, is it a... I just call it short haircut. Short haircut. Like, like I've been on Pinterest and I just type in short hair hairstyles. Yeah. Um, yeah. That looks good. Let me pause it real quick. Because uh, I need to grab my phone. So oh. we'll be back in a second. All right, we're back. My we, phone was under the bed. Oh. So. Who put it there? I don't know. Someone stole it. Yeah? Kino? Yeah. I mean, doesn't it suck, though, when you, like, quote, unquote, lose things? And you, like, lost it? You know what I mean? Like, you're the one that did it, but you're yeah. still upset. You're like, where is it? Yeah. They're like, why would I put my key? Oh, it's on the key ring. You know? Like, yeah. where I always put it. So. Yeah. But you're acting like someone else did it, but it's like, you did it. I thought it was pretty bad, because a couple of days ago, I lost my phone in my hand, though. Where I was like, where, where's that phone at? And I'm literally looking at it. We're just, everybody's too addicted. Yeah. You know, I think. I think that, that happens to like, that's happened to me if I've had my uh, like sunglasses on my head. Oh, and I I'm like, where are they? And I was like, oh, they're right there. Because you can't really feel that though. Not really. So, but like my phone in my hand. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Like, that's pretty bad. Uh, all right. The most like fat kid thing that I've done though is I've eaten some food and then I've gone back in the fridge and been like, where's that pizza at? And I'm like, I ate it. I just ate it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever have like leftovers from something or something that you were like, this is, I'm going to eat that when I get back from school or I'm going to eat that after practice, whatever. And then you get back home and it's gone. No, no. I'm the eater. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm on the flip side of that. Like, and you know, living with me, if you don't like those yeah. ice cream sandwiches, if you don't get to them, I don't know what to tell you. It's kind of a little You're bit of a hog race. them. Yeah, the worst thing was the Hawaiian food, though. Like, Ohana, when we yeah. used to live over there, we'd get a family feast. Especially when me and Daniel were living together. Yeah. It would honestly be after school. It would be like, let's hurry up and get back so oh, that we really? can get that Ohana and yeah. tear it up. So, they gave you... That's what I miss. I, I haven't found, like, a good Hawaiian spot. I'm sure it's around here, but it's just, like, I think I'm biased because I really like that I spot think so that was on too. Hawthorne. Yeah. And every every spot's a little different. Like, they maybe cut their teriyaki beef up into bigger strips instead of, like, little fine grain yeah. slices, the type of meat they're using. So, it's one of those things. But maybe we'll look around and that's what I'll have tonight. Maybe I'll look for, like, a good Hawaiian spot. Okay. That's a good idea. That'd make me happy. Yeah. Because the one over here, like, across the street from Target, it's just not that good it's kind of expensive it's, it's, isn't it it's dry too yeah and they're they're like beef is a little dry yeah it's like i'm not feeling this it was a little chewy yeah but it's whatever mm -hmm. um kim and pete broke up what yeah. is it keat did you see that Pete, yeah keat. Oop, that was their like pim oh, oh, pim pim, <laughs> pim keat. Keat. i don't know yeah anyways they broke up yeah but I will say, for the most part, that guy Pete Davidson is putting the comedy world on his back and just banging him out, you know? Yeah. He's getting Ariana Grande. It's crazy. Like, he is, he's a, a sickly-looking person. He's not attractive to you? Not at all. Oh, good, because he looks... He looks strange. He looks But Ill. he has had 
Ariana Grande, mm-hmm. Kim. Like, who is this guy? He's what? pulling some bad That's bitches. crazy. I'm not going to lie. That's weird. Yeah. But he looks sick. Do you think like that, a ghost. Do you think that he pushed the needle forward for other comedians, though? Like, all right, if he got yeah. that, you know, I guess, maybe, yeah. maybe it is possible. Because I feel like comedians are definitely getting like more what is the word not like street cred but respect yeah yeah respect because they like in the entertainment world it used to be like oh you're a stand-up comedian but now it's like i love that's my favorite form of entertainment is to watch stand-up comedians so super cool i'm pretty biased with my stand-up comedians though i'm like you only like the black guys right like dave Chappelle was like if you're anything other than that, it's like, uh. Oh, that's like saying I only watch Michael Jordan play basketball. Yeah. Like if, if you're not a Hall of Famer, I don't yeah. know what to tell you. I uh, mean, that guy, Andrew Schultz, though, is pretty funny. Andrew not Schultz is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I like his last special, and I like what he did with his format of putting it out on his website, buying the yeah. little ticket. It lasted like two weeks. I would, I, I would do it that way. It was pretty cool. It mm-hmm. seemed like he had more control over what he was doing. And those shirt like those jokes weren't that fucked up. You know, like it was no, it was weren't. really funny though. That special felt like when I was a kid. Like it felt like something from ten years ago, fifteen years ago, like the early two thousands when like he was just out when there. When you don't have to be like politically yeah. correct. When you would actually laugh hard at jokes. Yeah. And like laugh and it was okay to laugh at people. Like, oh yeah, he's making mm-hmm. fun of Asian people. As long as you're Because you understand it. that like it's a joke and it's not and the thing is, like, they're not saying stuff that is, like, racist or, like, derogatory. They're just, like, saying stuff in general that could be funny. Yeah. And, know? like I said, is even if it is, like, a little bit racist or fucked up or, like, it's a black joke or something like that, I'm cool with it. Like, yeah. As long as you're doing it to everybody. And the thing, the only part of that special where I was a little bit weary was when, remember the black lady that he was roasting was a little bit butthurt? Like about remember he was joking because he was joking about her basically Mm. and then she was a little bit like "Mm, what why are you making fun of me and like you're sitting here laughing at everybody else the whole time so yeah i'm good would you want to sit front row at like a comedy club though i would have no yeah that'd be kind of fun honestly i wouldn't have an issue with that i bet they're gonna pick on you because you're like really pretty too so it's you're you don't blend in well so i would much rather like they pick on me because i'm pretty than like Oh, you're fat. Ha ha. Oh, oh, that's you mean. Know? Yeah, I got you. I wouldn't you. like that. Mm-hmm. But that's something they would do. Like, mm-hmm. like oh, you're with her? Ooh. You know, like that's <laughs> like that stuff they empty. say. Yeah. yeah. You I know, like you. you must be starving, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. But um, yeah, that'd be kind of fun though. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll start rolling and we're going to have a really good fall too. Like as yeah. the seasons, you know, we still got a couple more weeks of summer, but I'm really excited for fall. Yeah. Football's coming back. You can mm-hmm. kind of feel it. You've been I've been seeing it on my feed too oh, yeah? of like more like current training camp highlights and hard knocks is starting on Tuesday. You really like hard knocks though, right? I do. Yeah. I liked it. We've been watching it together for the past two years. Because so. even though it's football, it's not you're watching a game. It's more of you're kind of following their life a little bit more. And I like those types of shows. And it it does it make the football more interesting. Let's say when you've kind of like, you know, the stories behind them. So maybe that's something that has to happen. Maybe you would be more interested in a Rams game if we kind of got into the players' backgrounds. Like, you know where this guy went to college or you know who he's dating or you know how much money he's making, too. That's probably a big one of, oh, they paid $100 million to this guy and he just lost. That's crazy. So. 
they're they're soap operas for men. That's all football is. It's the same every year. <laughs> it really it's not changing. It's the same game. It's just who wins. Yeah. When at what time we don't know, but that's what it's about. Um. Oh, another thing. Do you answer like this is kind of a random thought, but do you answer unknown calls on your phone? I used to hate doing it because I. I've gotten a lot better at talking on the phone with people. Like, even just calling. I called the restaurant today to see if they allow dogs. And, like, that was easy for me to do. Before, like, I do, I just don't, I don't like calling people. Like, I would much rather just text someone than be on the phone. Um, so, I used to never really answer calls like that. Because I was like, oh, what am I going to, what are they going to say? Are they going to ask me stuff? Like, you know, what's going to happen? But now I'm just like, as answering. Usually, it's one of those automatic, automated um like messages that they, that pop up so you just hung you just hang up anyways so yeah yeah i got a call from like kansas city yeah. yesterday and i was like oh is this patrick mahomes let me answer it real quick yeah and it was just you know oh no your car is extended warranty we've been trying to reach you so my thing though is i'm weird about it like i kind of get a little excited i'm like oh maybe it's a, or remember that other guy that called me about a listing of a property it was like yeah. hey i'm looking at your listing here wrong number he called me twice too that's and bad i was like i don't know if you're trying that to realtor is or, being weird yeah what's going on but maybe. i don't answer the scam likely calls though yeah. Because they seem a little like they're going to hack my phone or something. Mm. I don't like those. But if it's just like a number that I don't have in my contacts, mm-hmm. I usually, especially now like that I've applied to jobs, I think that because they might call back, you know, that might be them and I don't have them in my phone. So, yeah. I feel that. But no scam likely ones. When we first got together, though, that was my pet peeve with you is we'd be like, hey, let's get some wings. Can you call Wingstop and order them? Yeah. And you would be like, call them. I can't call them what was the deal with that i think because i hadn't if there's a restaurant or a place that i have haven't really been to a lot and i don't know what they have i don't know like what type of menus they got like oh you got like canes for example they have the caniac they have the box combo they have the three finger one i know that they only have like and they have a sandwich like that's what they have i know that but if there's a place that i don't know what their menu looks like is it, is it drink in, you know included what does it look like is it medium large like you know when i don't know what their business is like then i get nervous then i'm like uh and that's what i'm curious about what are you nervous like about? if i said where is hey can i get 11 uh wings and they're like man we don't do 11 i'm like oh well now look, i look like a fool oh you so know? it was just scared of being wrong then huh yeah was it or so- just like looking stupid i think Oh, looking stupid. Uh, and then my thing is like looking stupid to who? The guy that works at Wingstop? Who, yeah. Like not to look down at him or anything, but it's just like he's just a guy that works at Wingstop. Yeah. It's not like I get it. You're not applying to Wingstop. You don't have to know. Now, that would be a little nervous. Like, oh, if you're applying and they're like, oh, tell us about our menu. Now you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't come prepared. But yeah. I'm on the total opposite. How did you feel about that in the beginning of our relationship? Me being like, I not like especially if i don't know the menu i'm calling them and i'm asking hey what do you guys have what do you recommend like you got oh we got lemon pepper wings we got teriyaki we got this we got garlic you know oh garlic tell me about that is it like a wet garlic or is it more of a you know like the dry parmesan yeah yeah what's going on tell me about that Mm. and the thing is is even working the short stint that i did in fast food babe my favorite part of the shift was talking to people on the phone because that meant that I didn't have to go sit by the hot ass pizza oven or something like like I would yeah. take my time. I'd be like, so, OK, yeah, well, tell me more. Like, let's talk a little bit because it's low key like a break. 
I get to answer the phone, put a little thing in. So you're just scared I, of looking stupid, I guess. I mean, I, now I don't care. Like I, mm-hmm. like I just don't really. But even when I was working at like H and M, I did not like it when the phone rang, and I was like, "What is this?" Because sometimes it will be people complaining about like their order, and I'm like, "I do not have control over your order," but then they still want to blame it on me, and it's like just like. I just didn't want to deal with it. Not not that I was nervous necessarily. I just didn't want to deal with it. Oh, see, and there I am, the opposite. Especially if I'm on the clock getting paid too. Give me. I would all much the rather complaint. sort out some clothes though oh, than no. talk to someone that's complaining and wants to find this. And I was like, no, like let no. me just mind my own business and sort some clothes. Hell no! I want all the Karens. I want all the angry people who it didn't fit. It didn't do this. Like, how about we do that? Let's do like a little role play. Go ahead and uh, I'm working at H and M right now, folding clothes, and I'm just hoping that the phone rings and it's an angry customer. Go ahead. Like, beep, 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 beep. click. Hello, H and M. This is a uh, venture speaking. How may I help you? Um. My shirt does not fit. Why did you tell me to order this? It is way too tight. It does not fit me. Oh, really? So it's too tight as in like, um, what? how tight? Like, are we talking snug or are we talking like... Like, I cannot breathe. My boobs are popping out. I usually always order this size in your guys' clothes. It does not fit. You need to fix it. Oh, I need to fix it. Well, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. So when you say that your boobs are popping out, are we talking about more of like a top spill out? Is it more of a side boob or an under? All of the above. Oh, all of the above. Okay. So my question to you is, what did you have for dinner last night, ma'am? Do you remember? You would be that type of person, huh? What? What do you mean? I'm just going to keep going circles and circles and circles. I know. And you're going to call- say, you're fat. And it's your fault. You should lose lose some weight. Okay. I could take that angle. Or maybe let's say if I'm like actually at the job, I go, mm, it's tight. You know what? Maybe the color could affect the tightness. What what color did you order, miss? <laughs> like, I'm here's the thing is I'm on the clock. I want that conversation to go as long as possible. Orange? Yeah, orange has been running tight lately. I think it's it might be the time of year. I don't know. I think that the orange fabric that it's made of is actually made out of like some sort of a nylon cotton as far as like our other colors are more of a silk cotton. So maybe would you be interested in a different color? And if you're still upset, like, oh, no, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Are you upset at your weight or could it be maybe the shirt or you see what I'm saying is I don't know. It just sounds like a fun time to just fuck around and like be on the clock, get paid to just mess but with then, angry people. I mean, you can't really do that. though. that's the thing. Like you can't basically call them fat <laughs> you're you right know? all right so uh, that's the thing is that's my business it's like my business i'll tell you fuck you like sucks you know what but i mean but like get, if i'm working at h&m one i am still representing h&m so there is still that. some stuff that i need to do and two i don't feel like having that conversation with my manager later when someone else calls and says hey can i speak to the manager Hannah said this. She basically called me fat, and now the manager is yelling at me. Well, don't, yeah, take the fatness out of it, but definitely just, it's gonna upset this Karen even more by just telling her, like, just little passive aggressive things of like, oh, wow, maybe the checkout was off. You know what I mean? Like, oh, maybe you clicked the wrong size or something. Don't accuse her of anything, of just those little things of just, she's gonna get upset by you not reacting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, she's trying to find a way to get you in trouble just like a little spoiled kid just keep like i don't know what happened to your balloon this and that i think for me though is like i have a lot of common sense and i get extremely triggered when people don't have common sense of like 
oh, well, you probably ordered a shirt too small or like you might have gained weight. Like let's it's say in this example where the shirt doesn't fit her. Either it could be the model of the shirt that sometimes happens. It might maybe it's supposed to be a tight shirt. Who knows? It could be that you have gained weight or it could be that this that the shirt runs small. But they're over here on the phone blaming me as if I designed the shirt. And it's like, lady, use your common knowledge and just be like, hey, um, I have this shirt. Would you maybe recommend me going up in size instead? Or do you like why can people not be nice? I mean, that's good in theory. Like, I, I wish everybody did that. But the reality and that's, and then of- I get triggered when people don't have common sense. Like on during that phone call, I would I would, I would like just not cuss her out, but just be like, lady, I'm not responsible for that. That's your fault. Bye. And that's the thing is the only time I would act petty like that is if I was on somebody else's time like that. Like if I have nothing else going on, but you know me, like I don't, even when we're driving in the car, if somebody cuts me off, I don't get upset like that. Yeah. Like I just, all right, whatever. People are stupid. Like, and I just keep going. Yeah. It's not a big thing. So yeah, that's one of those things, but I'm happy that you're able to call and you're more outgoing and you definitely like will call Wingstop and put in an order yeah. when somebody is paid to take that order and make sure that you get your stuff right. I think that's also what I realized that if you're working at like, let's say, you know, let's say Wingstop, your job is to kind of inform me about what the flavors, you know, what flavors you guys have, what your menu looks like, what drinks you like. That's kind of your job. It's not really my job to look that up in advance. Yeah. But that's yeah. what I was saying is when we got together, I was like, you're working twice as hard right now when you could just call and ask. But anyways, we should get into what the title of this podcast should be. Yeah. You want to start? What do we got? Well, today I thought it would be a good idea to kind of talk to you and our listeners about how we view our relationships with ourselves. Mm. Yeah. And kind of how we view ourselves and our kind of love ourselves yeah is it what what do we got here we got um making yourself your best friend right Mm -hmm. i love that idea i really do and i think before we get into that i think that it's people love differently and there's different levels of love so it would be stupid to have one blanket like people should love themselves 80 percent, and then everything else I think that I'm going to love myself more than somebody down the street or mm-hmm. less. It's like a different, different range of love. And you love yourself in a way that's different from maybe how I love myself. Mm-hmm. And have you struggled with loving yourself in the past? I think everybody kind of has to go through a kind of a storm, a mental yeah. storm in order to find that balance of confidence and well i think i've been i used to be pretty insecure it might not have been super out in the open but i obviously like i mean like so many other girls in general struggle like teenage girls struggle with just how they view themselves i would say a lot of young men as well yeah um and they compare themselves to other people and i think for me, it's especially been because I have a twin sister and we are identical and it's kind of people already always compare us. And then because they do it, now we do it as well. And there's these like expectations that we need to be the same all the time, look the same, be good at the same things, act the same. Um, 
And when that doesn't align, I have been in the past been hard on myself and just been like, well, she's a lot more outgoing than you are and like fix that. Or she works out more than you do or you work out more than she did, like stuff like that. Um, that kind of just brings in a very negative self view. Um, that, that is just like very, that shouldn't be there. That is crazy too to think that you guys should be the same when you guys are just two different humans. People I, do it though. It's crazy. I like, think, yeah. It's, it's like very real. People my, do that. My biggest sort of revelation around you guys and just coming to know you guys and dating you is just you guys are very different. Like, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't date Josephine. It yeah. just wouldn't have worked out. Like, yeah. We probably would have lasted, you know, a couple months or something yeah. and then went our separate ways. And I think the same as with her partner as well. It just wouldn't work. You guys aren't. Because we're different. Yeah, I just can't. And then it's like even the thing of when people were to hit on twins. Let's say if you get rejected by one and then you're like, whoa, is the other one free or something like that? It's like, ah, it doesn't really work like that. So it's just Well, I think a- with those people, you can clearly just tell that they're they're not looking to like be with us because oh i love her personality you know mm-hmm. like that's just like super weird but even just like at in school if we had the same teacher in the same class separate, separate class but same subject one teacher would tell me josephine's grades oh really and i'm like you would never do this to like a friend best friends you would never do this to you would never do this to just regular siblings never but because we are twins and we're supposed to have the exact same grades. You feel like you have the right to do that. Or I know a big one was the weight throughout yeah. your childhood. We've talked about that in the past. Yeah. You want to go into that as far as like how you looked and your appearance and like you were the the fat twin, quote unquote, yeah. stuff like that. Well, it's it's super weird. And people like kids can be very mean too. And... I have never been overweight ever in my life. Never. I've always been skinny. I've always been very normal built. Never been overweight. Um, But because I used to weigh more than my sister and like my face is rounder, that's just like how I'm built. I like kids were mean. So they told me that I was fat and that I was a fat twin, especially this one stupid skinny little, little Boy. Do you remember that kid's name? Giovanni. Ah, uh, that's crazy. everyone hated him that. at school. But he, it's a, he, he was not to like shame him, but he was very little, and I feel like maybe that was an insecurity of his, so he wanted to pick on people. Mm. I don't think that, but he. But you didn't have that maturity uh, in elementary school. Why not? We were like ten, <laughs> eleven, um, but no. So that became a thing of oh well. Y- and also like, oh, you're supposed to look like Josephine or you're supposed to look like Hannah. And that's just like not how life works. Like we are legit two different people with different interests and we eat differently where we work out differently or we're just like, we're different. So what? But people expected us to be very, very similar and or almost the same. And it led to a pretty like destructive like behavior of if Josephine lost weight, now I felt like I should lose weight because there was that expectation of us looking the same. And, you know, it can lead to very destructive behavior. 
Yeah, and that just talks about the genre of when you let outside opinions try to mold you or mm-hmm. when you internalize other people's doubts or, you know, hateful comments about you, it's never going to build and like bloom into something no. that you want it to be. And it's like, I'm not going to, like, I was 11, 12, like, I was young. I'm not going to be like, well, you should have, like, not list, like, you're young, you're little and like, yeah, you, maybe I should have understood or maybe my childhood should have taught me more to like, you are good as you are. You are your own person. But if this, it's, you know, what can I do now? Like, I'm yeah. not going to say at, you know, at 11, you should have had all this knowledge and this and that. No, like you live and you learn and you grow. Um, but yeah, I think it's important that people just understand that you are even if you have an identical twin sister or if you have siblings or if like parents compare your compliment accomplishments to your siblings you also have to understand well i am my own person i have my own skills i am good at something that that person is not good at and vice versa like there is no need to us to be the exact same and just like be able to understand that and love ourselves for that I would say that I never fell susceptible. Like, I never fell to bullying yeah. growing up. I just really didn't, like... I was just like, oh, whatever. That kid's yelling at me. You know, he's probably having a bad day. and Or I would just reply with something that was just as nasty, as they mm-hmm. would say. So I never got caught up in the whole, like, oh, my God, so-and-so said this about me, and that really hurt my feelings. The only thing and probably the biggest factor in loving myself and building that inner confidence was through sports. I used to, as a kid, think that if somebody was bigger than me, they were going to win every single time. So it got to the point where it wasn't that I was submissive or timid. It was just, I think I would calculate it and all everything I knew was like, oh, if I'm going up against this big guy, clearly he's going to win. So it wasn't like I was scared to compete. It was just that was like science in my little kid mind. Like, oh, clearly the bigger guy is going to defeat the little guy. So that switched when I was like 15 or 16. And I remember I was like a freshman or sophomore at school and I ended up going up against an upperclassman in like a big, um, like one-on-one drill. Basically we got down and we were on like a wrestling mat and you basically have to drive and the low man's always going to win. That's the way it usually works is like, depending on the leverage, you really get under there and jack somebody up. What are they going to do in the air? Like you can't, fight somebody but I remember the coach blew the whistle and I think I got off the whistle faster than he did Mm -hmm. and I was able to knock him back like in front of the whole team and he was really big like he was um he was a d-end like he was a big guy and then what happened was I ended up beating this guy and then I think we went on vacation for like a week so that kid had to come back to school and he tried to call me out again during like the same drill the next day to get a rematch but I wasn't there so it wasn't like I ran or anything I just we went on a family trip so I guess that they had the whole buzz of a week of like oh you know venture beat you venture did this like you lost you lost you know you couldn't handle that like this guy went here here so and then by the time I got back like everybody I had kind of won everybody's confidence so Mm -hmm. that really helped me to figure out like oh it doesn't like it doesn't matter how big you are just sometimes it's not the size of the dog it's like the size of the bite right it's how intense same thing with our guy Kino right like he's not the biggest dog out there but that guy has a lot of heart so and you'll take heart over anything else any day of the week so what do you think about that did you ever struggle with 
self-confidence, like self, not confidence, but self, like not, what do you call that? Like Self-worth? What's the opposite what? of confident? Opposite of, con- like insecurities? Yeah. Was Were you I ever, ever insecure? insecure? I think that was the only time was where I was insecure is about like, oh, a bigger person or an older person. That's where I would calculate it. And then I had to realize it's not, that's not the way it works. It's yeah. usually, it's probably the person who's put the most time in yeah, and who is really practiced the hardest. Yeah. That's usually the guy that wins is the person who throws the best, who runs the fastest, the person who trains the most. So yeah. who, whoever reads the most books probably knows more about that topic than the person who doesn't. So I have an issue with the term respect your elders. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. To me, it, it implies that just because this person is old, I should respect them. To me, it's like. I don't care how old or young you are. If you're respectful to me, I will be respectful back. I'm with that. If you are disrespectful to me, I will be disrespectful back or I will go somewhere else. So are you talking about respect as in how you interact with them, like face to face or what you think about them? Both. Because I, I mean, I, I feel like even let's say how I think of them, I know or have heard of old people like legit old that have never stepped foot out of california yeah i'm with that and here i am as a 21 year old person i have seen a very many countries yeah large parts of the world but for some reason we act as if that person has a lot more knowledge about the world than what i do I agree. And if we're talking about the the face-to-face one that you're talking yeah. about, yeah, if you're an old guy or gal and you're being an asshole, like, I'll stomp you out, all right? I don't care, all right? There's no, like, no no bull, no hold bar on that one. If you're being a dick, I'm probably going to be a dick back to you. Or I'm just going to be like, all right, this just isn't go, worth my leave. time. Yeah, yeah, so, and that's, and honestly, if I don't even validate you with a reaction, that's, that's probably even worse than yeah. me actually replying and yelling back at you. So, but as far as like how I feel about somebody, like, oh, how I feel about so-and-so, this and that. Yeah, it's, there's a difference between living and existing. And there's a lot of people out there that unfortunately just exist. There's this, I've seen like on Instagram and stuff. It's, um, I don't know the exact quote now, but it's, um, a lot of people die at like 45, but they don't get buried until like 85. Mm, I remember that. You know? Yeah, it's also like the other one where it's people stop learning at 22 when they mm-hmm. graduate and then wonder why their like income or their like families or stuff like that, they just their relationships never grow yeah. because you stopped working at them at yeah. 22 to 25 and you still have the same friends since college and you know what I mean, you have the same five people and you never like met anybody new, you still have the same partner. It's it's all about growth too. Mm-hmm. And you can't really grow outwardly until you are grown inwardly Mm. you know what i mean so that that has to do with loving yourself there's a certain thing where babe i i would say that i was honestly i wouldn't use the word overconfident i wouldn't say cocky there was just a lot of negativity around me when i was growing up so fuck the only happy place was in my head like Mm. there wasn't anybody that was going to be like oh my god you know what you're the best you're this you're that so fuck i told myself and i sometimes you literally have to go on a jog and tell yourself like you can do it you're a fucking animal keep going you're a dog you're a dog and just keep going until you believe that babe you have to believe that 
before anybody else was. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't believe it, how the fuck are you going to lead other people into believing the same goal that you have? Are you comfortable in your own company? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would... Like, are you comfortable being just alone by yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really love it. I love both. But if we're being honest with you, the reason why I sway towards being alone, like, I'm cool just... Well, you know, I like our guy. I would rather just go pick up with our guy, Kino, and take Mm -hmm. him to the beach versus having, like, three, four, five other, like, homies hanging around, babe. It's leadership. Mm. Like, I'm having a hard time finding people who love themselves inside, you know, as much as maybe, not as much as I do, but just enough to be secure and not have an ego and just, like, kind of leave that at the door and just actually want other people to win just as badly as you want to win. Like I, I want to help people just as much as I want to help myself. Mm -hmm. So the reason why I want to be by myself is because I'm flexible with my schedule. The same thing that we had when we were talking about like struggling, finding friends, doing that, it becomes a thing where let's say we have four or five other people and people are going, Oh, well, what, what are we going to eat? What restaurant are we going to eat at? Babe, I can name 10 restaurants within Long Beach right now. Let's go to Second Street. Let's go Simsy's, what is it, Rancy's, the Taco Spot, Nick's, uh, El Pollo Loco. Like that's eight spots that Mm. we can all, does any of those sound good to you? Because those are all good with me. But that like, you know, that gap of time, like that 30 second to minute where everybody's just like standoffish, they're all passive aggressive. When you know everybody has an opinion, just say your fucking opinion. Yeah. And it's okay. Like I'll tell you, no, I don't want to eat nachos. Instead, I want a burger. Let's go somewhere where they have good burgers. I just get pissed when I like you just I, I just move better by myself. Like, and it's like uh, with people, instead of saying like I would much rather even with friends too. Like we were talking about this this morning of like, if you don't want to hang out with me, just tell me. Hmm. Like instead of like leaving me on a red or like just ignoring me, like just tell me. Same thing with like if we're planning a dinner with seven other people, if I am mentioning a spot like, hey, let's go here. And instead of you speaking up and saying, hey, I don't really like that food. Can we maybe go here instead? You go to where I said I wanted to go, but you have an attitude about it. Yeah, there you go, right or there. Or you say, no, I don't want that, but you don't have an, like another option. Uh-huh. It's like, well, why? Yeah, I don't, know? no, I don't want to eat there. Okay, where do you want to eat? Mm, not there. Like, yeah, just be up? like, okay, well, are you feeling Chinese food or tacos? Or like, what do you, but they just don't have an answer to that. That's the thing, too, is people will be like, oh, they're, they're so busy. You know, oh, I'm busy. And it's like, okay, well, shit, you understand that we both have the same 24 hours today, right? Like you didn't, like, I don't have more time than you have. You get that, mm-hmm. right? Like right now we're, we have the same exact time and okay, I get it. You work, but fuck, are you working 22 hours? Right. What are you doing? And then you see them at the beach later that day when yeah. you just said, Hey, do you want to go to the beach? Or, Hey, do you want to go here? You see them doing mm-hmm. eating food anyways. And that's the shit that just pisses me off. Yeah. So that's why I'm cool. Just hanging out like by myself. Yeah. I don't have that insecurity of like, Oh my God, look at that guy. He's a loner or whatever he's doing. I'm just vibing. Being, me. I think I'm very similar to, I, I very much enjoy my own company. Just being by myself, like doing my thing, whether that is watching TV or, like even go like being at the beach on like by myself that's nice just doing stuff on my own is nice and i also think i do not ever want to be dependent on someone else so just like i don't want to be dependent on 
a person like in a like a romantic relationship I also don't want to be dependent on someone in a friend relationship like I don't want to have to need you to have fun or be happy or feel safe for you like no like if you because then it's like let's say you one day cannot hang out with me now what do I do if I if I always hang out with you or if I if I just don't feel secure in my own company I'm gonna freak out because my one safe friend can't hang out with me mm-hmm. um but with me i just don't and i, I don't think operate like that one of the biggest things at least i've done is as far as becoming my own like best friend you got to be confident in yourself you really mm-hmm. actually do have to love yourself and that means that you have to look yourself in the mirror and you can't that's the biggest thing when people aren't cool with what they have inside their own minds it's because they know that they're not doing what they should be doing mm. that's what i think it is what do mm-hmm. you think about that like if you look in the mirror and let's say you physically don't like the way you look right you know what you need to do to go lose that weight or gain that weight and you know whether or not did you do everything you were supposed to do today did you work out did you get your cardio in? did you lift your weights did you yeah. eat right etc you know when you can't just oh yeah i did it knowing damn well you didn't go to the gym today that's when you can look at the mirror and kind of have that resentment towards yourself and just not really try to get to the root of the problem yeah what do you think about that no, like I people that. um what else do they do they can sit there and be like oh well, I don't like I don't like my job, right? I don't like the school I'm going to, and it's just uh, most of the stuff is your choices. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I understand. Like we'll talk about things that worrying about things that you can't control later. But what are some of the biggest things that you believe that you can control aside from like your outlook on life? You know what I mean? Like your health for the you most go. part, your education, your financial situation the most part um your relationships your activities your happiness like there's so much you can control and i feel like especially in our age of we we have people just going to school and then they like have a part-time job and they're over here complaining about their part-time job it's like well quit it then i agree with you there's like you quitting that is not going to affect anything. Like that's not going to be a drastic change in your life. Now, if you were 45, had a, had kids and maybe quitting your job right then and there might not be the smartest thing to do. But if you if you're a student, you do not have to care for anyone else but yourself. You have school and then you have a part-time job. Why sit here and complain about your situation instead of changing it? I feel the exact same way. And that's the thing too is we're in the same boat as far as like we're ahead of the game. We're, you know, five, six, seven years ahead of the game. We're planning on things that we're doing. We're really growing at a fast fucking rate. There's so many people that are just dicking off. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's the thing where I get it. Not everybody's going to be at the same thing. Not, But just being as me being one of the earliest people as far as like knowing what I want to do, trying things, failing things, doing this. And it's just hard to watch people make certain decisions where you're like, I know that's not going to fucking work, you know, like, go ahead. Sure. Okay. So wait, you did what to your boss? You, mm. you took a shit on where? Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. You mm. do your thing. Do what you got to do. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, so you quit that job before you had another job. All right. So, oh, you had a kid right now. Like, okay. So where are you going to live? Oh, in your childhood bedroom. All right. Yeah. Good. Good luck with that. Like, yeah, it's just, oh, I hate my parents. Oh, uh, you, this and that. Lala, they're doing this. They're doing that. Well, 
who's do you have a job no i'm not working well shit you should I don't love work. Your, yeah you should love your parents right now you should probably do what the fuck they're like saying they're providing for you yeah you don't you don't like what they're doing okay go get a job go do your own shit yeah. like that's i moved out because i want to control my decisions and yeah. what we do yeah it's strange i i mean i know a lot of people that are very they're they need people around them all the time they they just can't be alone in that that to me is a little scary. Like I'm scared for them because people are not always going to be around. Those people are ne- always not always going to be around you. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to rely on yourself. That's the thing with independence too is yeah. you got to understand. That's my biggest thing as far as maturing and gaining my own confidence is mm-hmm. understanding that let's say you look stupid like with Wingstop. I know that if I call Wingstop and I say some wild shit and let's say the guy laughs at me, right? I go... Well, guess what? He's not going to be thinking about that 10 minutes from now. Yeah. He's not going to be thinking about that tomorrow. But the is that going to stop me from doing what I'm doing? No, I don't think it should. So I'm going to go do it anyways. Mm. And that's the thing with people are really scared to be looking. Like, I'm cool trying new things. Mm. I really like the process of being a beginner at something new. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with people laughing at me because I'm okay laughing at other people too. If I say, let's say we're trying skateboarding and somebody falls... And I laugh at them. <laughs> but if I fall, I want people to laugh at me, babe. I really do want people to at least somebody got some sort of positive little dopamine hit off of watching me eat shit. Like mm. when we're snowboarding, let's say if I just start rolling down the mountain, I hope somebody gets that on video and someone's like, oh, look at this dumbass. And I'm mm. like, oh, it's all good. Like, did you guys see that? And you know me, I'm the first to be like, did you see me fall? Like, I just ate it. But yet some people won't even try because of their fear of failure yeah that's the biggest thing that's going to stop your growth is when you're scared to fail Mm. like i'm going to keep saying it failure is probably the biggest part of the developmental process you really do learn through failure like you can't be scared to fail too it's and here's the thing too is it's not even that people are scared to fail fuck babe they're just scared of trying too Mm -hmm. like just it's one thing of my god could you imagine if i was like i'm not gonna ask that pretty girl hannah out to go get something to eat there's no way like you've already failed and you haven't even fucking tried like how do you not see that that's a failure within itself by you not even trying right now you just failed bigger than actually taking the chance and just shooting your shot man just and i think it's important that let's say you want to ask someone out or you want to ask hey can i get a water at starbucks like the worst case that's going to happen is them saying no yeah. What, what else going to happen? Nothing. Yeah. They're just going to say, oh, no, we can't give free water out. Mm-hmm. Or, no, um, I'm dating someone else. And move you know, on. Like, it, that's, it's not the end of the world. My biggest thing is I've been trying to get multiple no's. Mm. I've been trying, because once you get that first no, yeah, like, the thing is, is people naturally want to help, too. Like, for the yeah. most part, because people kind of fear confrontation. I would say the majority of people don't want to tell you no. If you're coming up to them on the street and they're like, hey, can I get like a dog bag? My dog just took a shit and I'm around at a bag. So they're probably going to want to give you that bag. They're not just going to be like, no, you know, but mm-hmm. but like my point to that is, let's say, for example, what, yesterday or two days ago, somebody hit my truck, right? That's mm-hmm. an update. Guys, my fucking pickup truck, yeah. I left, I was caught slacking. I worked so hard in making sure that I'm not the guy, I'm the guy that parks at the back of the parking lot. I don't have a ni- the nicest truck, but I love the truck. The sentimental value, it's my one thing that I've had my entire life that like, 
is still around. Mm. We move, we don't have a childhood house, like anything like that. I have an old pickup truck that I love to death. So I park it in the back. Anyways, this time I parked it in a tight parking spot in front of our apartments and some lady or man, all we know that it's a white, what is it? Toyota uh, Corolla. Toyota right? Corolla. Or Camry. Uh, Toyota Corolla or Camry, little four door, like, you know, mid sized yeah. car or from like 2010 or whatever. This man or woman was pulling in and then just fucked my door up. Yeah. There was a 16 inch dent in my door and I was pissed. But, anyways, I walk into the uh, leasing office to talk to my manager and I'm like, hey, bro, somebody hit my car. I know you guys got cameras. Can we, like, can you tell me who it is? And then he tells me no. And then I'm like, okay, well, that, and this is a good thing too, is I'm not here to yell or scream yeah. or just like fucking fight this guy and just for, cause I know that's not going to work. Like he's not going to, what does me screaming at him do? That now doesn't he's do just anything. Pissed. So yeah. I walk out, I take a little breather. I called you. I let him know like, Hey, this guy seems to not care. Um, I, I'm really upset because he just told me like, oh, we're not liable for anything in the parking lot. Why don't I just go slash all these tires? Mm. Like, why don't I just go on a, just a rampage, take a hammer and start breaking windows? Because apparently nobody's liable for anything. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is the point? So he and then here's the thing. My thing is like, he'd be like, oh, that's a criminal activity. Well, fuck, someone hit and ran my car. That's, that's a criminal a activity. Let's look at the cameras, buddy. Like, so what? how is it that this thing is a bigger thing than this thing? And you have the cameras. Anyways, I go back in there and I tell him nicely, like I was honest with him. I was like, hey, I'm really upset right now. I just, this is the one thing I care about. Like, can you maybe just, maybe look later and peek in, see if you can maybe figure out who did it Mm. or this or that. I'm not upset at who did it. I just want like closure. And like, I'm not upset at you. I just want to know what happened. They didn't leave a note. They didn't do anything. They just drove away. And that's the biggest thing is like not knowing who fucked you over. So And not knowing what happened yeah. to like maybe not necessarily who did it but like how did this happen yeah was it a door that opened up shit did a sh- like a shopping i don't know did yeah. something weird ha- was it a homeless guy that was upset and he just like kicked my shit in i don't know what i can't even confirm that it was a car that did it so we ended up looking through the cameras he opened it up like logged in and we found right who did it so mm-hmm. like that's that second no if you stop at that first no you sometimes shit it might take three it might take four times asking you can't just ask once because maybe that initial one is like let's say i ask somebody to come on the podcast mm-hmm. and they're like no i don't do podcasts because of my the last experience that i had podcasting it was it was terrible right okay maybe ask that person again hey let them know this is different this isn't some like school thing or work thing that we're doing we're, we're just casual vibing. here it's a good time do you like people do you like talking to people mm-hmm. yeah i do okay i think you'll like this podcast yeah. that's pretty much the only criteria that's the only prerequisite for this pod is do you like do you enjoy people do you have some stories to tell mm. and we'll have anybody on that yeah. falls in the, within that criteria so yeah. loving yourself though is like having that confidence built up and understanding that it's it doesn't happen overnight. Mm. It takes little by little. What do you think about that? Like developing confidence. What's yeah. the best way that you found for you that keeps you confident and keeps you motivated to go to work? I think for me, uh, one of the biggest one was not comparing myself to anyone else. Just understanding that there is no one, even though me and my sister have the same DNA, there's literally no, we don't have the same fingerprint. There's no one exactly like me. And there's no one exactly like you. Like, I will never be this person. Just like that person will never be me. Mm -hmm. So I think just having that understanding of 
because I just feel like if I compare myself to you, what do I gain off of that? Nothing. I can only compare myself to myself yesterday and my, can, I can only look at my own progress and say I've developed a lot. I can't compare myself to the best YouTuber out there because they started seven years ago and I started a year ago. So it's like you just have to and honestly just look at your own growth. Don't compare your growth to someone else's. Don't do that. Still, You can still look up to people, still admire people. But at the end of the day, you can only look at yourself and say, I'm really proud of myself. I have came really far. I've done really good. I'm really proud of myself. And that's the only thing you can do. I think the biggest thing that helped me is understanding the process of success. Mm. As far as like the majority of success that we see is due to extreme amounts of like work it and mastering time. of your craft. And it's not like success isn't just an act. It is literally a process. Mm. Like the success isn't the end result. It is the fucking 10 years that you put in, 20 years that you put in of whatever you're doing, baking or whatever. You know what I mean? Like this guy makes amazing pies. Well, because he's been doing it since this long, mm. like, and he's worked every single day at doing it. That's why he's the best guy that makes pies in the city. So my thing is, when you really like it, you're not even what is that, babe? Like that thing to compare people, you're not even comparing the same thing. Now, yeah, if you took the past 10 years and you put somehow the same general amount of work mm -hmm. and you, I guess, compare it then, you guys are the same thing. You've been baking for 10 years. You know, you can't compare you who has been baking for one year to somebody who's been doing 10 years. Exactly. The fuck do you get That's out of that? That's not the same. And even so, if, even if I started the exact same time as someone else started it's still two different journeys like we still have two different lives i maybe had these bumps in the road they had those bumps in the road or stuff happens and it's i don't i don't feel like the only time i can look up to someone is if i maybe want inspiration when it comes to style or content or whatever it might be but when it comes to like how i view myself and what i think about myself how does it make sense for me to look at someone else? I agree. When that whole point is like self-love and like self-worth, not someone else's. My biggest thing as far as like growing and loving myself has been practicing whatever it is or preparation like I've had to try to put myself in positions to be as prepared as possible mm. and that gets rid of all the like comparing all the this all the that like by me if you take anything school or whatever like I've always been prepared with school when I've studied so basically read up to even if it's just like 10 minutes, 15 minutes on whatever topic it is, I feel like I can go in and at least have enough idea over whatever the topic is to start asking questions. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to teach the topic, but I at least have a general idea of like, okay, I have a pinpoint that I started. Now let me have the confidence and the love within myself to understand that I'm a beginner of this process. Pick anything. I don't give a damn. Like the biology of hamsters i gotta start somewhere like okay so hamsters get to this weight excuse me how much are they when they're born like and what is the growth rate of that look like like it's just getting into things and knowing how you think and how you operate can really go a long way mm -hmm. i also think it's important that you find your ways of doing stuff whether that is your way of working out or your way of being happy your way of falling asleep your way of keeping stuff clean just like finding your way 
is very important for me at least. I think our biggest thing too is like the breakthroughs that we have within our relationship go so much faster when we know that I'm secure and you're secure within your own body and mind. Yeah. And the same is with me. And I'm able to now actually work with the with you to resolve the problem mm-hmm. versus feeling offended by yeah. something that you said of like, hey, no, are you are is this what you mean? And it's like no, that's not what I mean. Mm-hmm. And, or even having the freedom to be like, Hey, I know that maybe this isn't what you meant, but this, this is, how I feel. this is how I feel like maybe I'm being perceived or that you're looking at it. And just by you saying like, no, that's not it at all. I can be like, okay, cool. That's off the table. Yeah. So we're talking about this and like our communication has improved. Everything improves when you are okay, like in your own head. Yeah. And I feel like with I mean, you and I privately talk a lot about friends and just, like, relationships like that. And I feel like me a couple years ago, if people were, like, ignoring me or they weren't reaching out, I would take that extremely personal and just be like, well, why? Like, am I doing something wrong? Now I'm just, like... It's on them. Like, you're able to see... Like, I'm, like, just, like, it's it sucks. Like, I thought we had something good here and, like... You know what I mean? But I also feel like it's not necessarily my response. If you are taking time away from me, if you are distancing yourself from me, I do not feel like it's my responsibility to come to you and basically beg you and say what's wrong. I feel like we all have that responsibility of saying, hey, I don't feel like you value me or I don't feel like you put time enough into our relationship or like... Like with even just like you and me, if I feel like or if you feel like there's something off, like you feel like whatever it might be, like you don't I don't I don't take care of whatever it might be. Mm. You don't just go away. You bring that up and we solve that. And with friends, I'm just like, just go then. Like I love myself. I enjoy my own company sucks for you then if you don't enjoy my company and that's the thing too is i mean we can even talk about like what we were discussing earlier today of like i had an issue of i'm i'm not nobody was wrong it was Mm. just like hey i'm not understanding what's going on why is it that i want to get this stuff done early and then i can like relax Mm. because i get built up and i just like know that there's shit to do and i don't enjoy my day as much as when i get everything out of the way early you seem to like not want to do this and this and this and then we just had to realize that like uh we're just kind of our minds are built differently and our processes are like opposite of one another but they can still work together like a battery one's a positive and one's a negative babe you don't put them in the same way what do you do when you do batteries you put the fucking nipple side facing down (laughs) and then you put the other nipple facing up right that's how you and me work and it's like and even just then it's like we had that conversation so instead of just all right well i'm just not gonna talk to you i can be like that sometimes i honestly can Mm. but instead why Mm, because what? I think usually it's just I just want a time away from you, and then after some time away, I'll be I'll be fine. I used to think that it was like a little pity party. Like no. you want to sit there and stay and sulk in no. your hatred or something like that. I think that? it's just like I just want to watch on reality TV and then I'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> um, and and my question is is so how has that like anger been resolved? Did you just get tired of being angry and now yeah, you're like, I think so. Okay. All right. If it's that simple, it's that simple. I think so. so. And like you're talking about my biggest thing is I want to resolve it like 
ASAP. Yeah. Let's or or here's the thing is if you don't want to resolve it right now, I'll be like, hey, we'll talk about this uh, two days from now or mm. something. Like that. And then I'm good. I'm like, all right, two days from now. But don't just let it linger. Yeah. That's, that shit pisses me off. Yeah. No, I mean, it's weird. Like, I, I think I'm extremely comfortable with just being by myself. I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I, I mean, I want people to be around, but if people aren't going to necessarily put that effort into it, whether that is you or a friend or a family member, I'm just like, okay, like I have me. What are some of your favorite activities that you've learned to do like solo that maybe people don't normally want to do by themselves? I going on walks is kind of nice. You like walking alone? Yeah. Not at night, but <laughs> just walking. Um going honestly going to like a coffee shop by myself. Going uh, I mean, our conversation earlier, you and me, was about going to Target together. Mm. I'm okay going to Target alone. It's just that when I want you there, I want you to have a good time. But going to Target alone, like running errands alone, I have no issue with. Watching like TV at night alone. Like I, I can do a lot of things alone. And I enjoy it. Like I really do. But people... Even just like growing up, I had friends that I don't always want to hang out with people like after school, like I don't always want to hang out like I want to go home and do my own thing. Mm. But they would ask, like, oh, you want to hang out? And I'd be like, oh, not really. And they would not like that because they did not like being alone. And for me, that was always very strange. I don't know if it had to do with the fact that I, I mean, I had I have three siblings. I had a twin sister. We were kind of always around each other so like the time I did get to be alone was really nice or I don't know but I just I think it is important that people learn to it doesn't have to be everything alone but just like take it two hours you know take two hours out of the day and just do something by yourself yeah because and I think one it's kind of nice just doing your own thing you don't really have to worry about anyone else of like oh what do you want to do what do you want to eat what do you want to drink you know you you just listen to yourself and then two it's also important to understand that people are always not always going to be around so if you have yourself and if you're confident in your own company that's kind of like all you need yeah i like that that's a good one Mm mm-hmm but as far as loving yourself, the biggest things are you can't, like, love other people unless you love yourself. Yeah. Can you really love somebody without loving yourself? Like, if you're – it's going to end up – you're going to end up resenting that other person if you don't love yourself because you're using them as your – you know what I mean? Like, if you need other people's validation, your partner's validation mm. for your own self-esteem, how the fuck are you outsourcing self-esteem? You know what I mean? Self-esteem. That's how you say it, right? Self-esteem. Self-esteem, yeah. Never said it that slow. But you have to, like, I love it. I was learning what Mike Tyson was saying. I was listening to an interview, and he's like, you can't be trustworthy if you're not trusting. Yeah. So it's like, you can't be like, oh, other people should trust me, but I don't let anyone in the thing. And there was this other system or, like, person that I was listening where he said that he was a screen door person. Like... Let's say if you're at his house, he would 
talk to you at the screen door, right? But like his door wasn't closed, but it would be open and it would have that screen door. Mm. He'll talk to you about anything, but like he won't open up that screen door. Mm. And that's fucked. Like they were saying that is a good thing. And Mm. I was like, no, man, just come in, come in, take your shoes off, have a good time, get some grub. And I feel that way. Why? Because I love myself and I don't think that there's anything that you could do to really hurt that. And I think everything like does start with yourself though. Like I think if you don't, like you said, if you don't love yourself, you can't love anyone else. And if you, if you feel a certain type of way by yourself, you might feel that to other people as well. Or if you don't look at your own life as happy and you're not like excited for yourself. You can't be excited for someone else. And I think it's, people say it's like, oh, it's selfish. But no, like literally everything does start with yourself. No. You need to love yourself first and you need to love yourself the most. I think because if you don't, then everything else gets affected by that. Yeah. I think the majority of people think that it's okay. Let me get the, the house, the family, the car, the clothes, the the money, the the traveling, I'm going to combine those together and then my mind is mm-hmm. going to be happy. Mm. No, you got to do the mind first and then that stuff should be an unfortunate byproduct yeah. of whatever it is that you built up top in that cranium and that big ass forehead that I'm looking at right there. You build that fucker up and man, the possibilities are limitless. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what I really play. That's that's what I really believe, though. And I'm honestly like, that's my favorite thing to do is talk about building the mind, finding exercises, finding things, testing myself, failing, succeeding, learning from people who have done it, learning from people who haven't done it, too. So it's the biggest thing. And really love yourself, because if you don't love yourself, I don't. There's not much that you're going to be able to Mm-mm. do. It's going to be a really... You're going to miss out on a lot of stuff. It's going to be a really sad, bumpy road of just existing instead of living. Yeah. And I think on that note, this was a really good podcast. Mm-hmm. I liked it. We'll get some other stuff like this. And as always, guys, let us know what you think. Hit us up. Love yourselves. Love yourselves. Because without loving yourself, you can't love other people. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we'll catch you later. Love you.